Wow. 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 What a way to start something new under the sun. Welcome back. Episode four of something new under the sun. It's your boy, Sunrise the Divine. Don't mind this mess. Don't mind this. I found this game. It's the Illuminati game. It's crazy. I'm looking at the cards. I seen the game online and and I seen some of the cards. I'm like, there's no way they're just they made it into a board game. It's official, guys. They made it into a board game. We got the Pentagon blowing up. We got Antifa, vloggers. All of the conspiracies is now packaged up in a nice family-friendly game. And look, they got, you know, if you're in the Matrix, you need some money. You know, you got the money. So, you know, I didn't buy this game for all the people that's going to see this in a in. in Five years when I'm super rich and famous. And they're like, see, Sunrise was in the Illuminati. He was playing the game. I told you. I told you. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I just tried it. <laughs> okay, okay, y'all. Something new under the sun. Y'all know what it is. It's your podcast where we're bringing you new philosophies, ideas, way of life, or anything outside of the mainstream uh, way of living. And we're tapping in with it. We're discussing it. You know what I mean? Let, even though, hold on, I didn't finish printing up the game. But yeah, so we're, we're bringing up a lot of these topics that aren't really, us, aren't really usually talked about in the mainstream society. And as you've seen, we had a beautiful opener with my brother, my family. Mi hermano, Jerome Shaw. Blessings. Oh, you're going to have to speak a little closer okay, than that. Okay, blessings. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for this beautiful invitation, this conversation, mm -hmm. this vibration, mm -hmm. this meditation, mm -hmm. this medication, uh -huh. <laughs> Yes. this relaxation. Yes. I love it. Oh, man. Thank you. And first things first, before we even get started, mm -hmm. tell the people... The name of your flute. Okay, so this is a shakuhachi here. Sh shakuhachi. We're going to yes. have the word pop up. Okay, cool, cool. Shakuhachi, cool. yes. Yeah, this is a shakuhachi. How long have you been playing a shakuhachi? This one since 2019. Okay. Yeah, so that's when I got it from uh, Master Yoshi. Mr. Yoshi, he's over there in the Japanese village in Little Tokyo. So that's where I got He fixes them up. He plays them himself. And he also makes other Japanese instruments like kotos and stuff. Oh, okay. That's not Goku Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> you said Master Yoshi. Oh, Master okay. Yoshi, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, Yoshi. okay. Yoshi. I was just making sure. Shout out, the, like, shout out to Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know he was right around in, in Japantown. You know what I mean? Yeah, little yeah, Tokyo. Yeah. You little Tokyo. Oh, right, man. Right so first off, tell the people who are you. I, I know I introduced you. You're Jerome Shaw. I know who you are. But tell the people who are you definitely you know a seeker mm -hmm. i feel like i am i guess you know in these times you could call it like a digital nomad a traveler and just in an, a motivational speaker mm -hmm. a podcaster mm -hmm. but also an author so yeah i just enjoy Having conversations with like-minded, hey, we got the pups on? in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we got the pups in the house. <laughs> so you hey, enjoy conversations. 
<laughs> oh, snap. Apollo Creed up right, in the building. Right. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. So, so, hold on. Jerome, you said you're a podcaster. You have your mm-hmm. own podcast. I do. What's your podcast called? My podcast is called The Open Palm. The Open Palm. Okay. Yeah. I knew what it was called, y'all. I, I just wanted to ask so y'all would know. I was on this podcast once on before. Um, Jerome... You definitely got to tap into Jerome's podcast. You got to tap into his YouTube. Like, your voice, bro, is amazing. Man. I'm not even going to lie. Like, your voice, like, I want your voice to be in my children's, like, nursery rhymes. I want your voice to be in, like, like, ambiance music in, like, just random scenes throughout the lunch day. You know what I mean? Like, your voice is so amazing. So, y'all need to go check out Jerome's podcast. It's amazing. Blessing. Um, Thank you. What I wanted to talk to you about today is the, the something new under the sun yeah. today. And this isn't even really ancient. It's a practice that um, you have practiced. It's a practice that I and many people have. I want to talk about fasting and um the liquid journey Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right so for those of you who are new to my realm new to this podcast or jerome's uh realm of reality um we practice fasting a lot and a lot of people in the world in the country practice fasting fasting is taking a certain amount of time and either not eating food at all only drinking liquids or sometimes people fast where they uh don't eat or drink at all um as you you got the the most known one around the world is probably like when muslims fast for ramadan you know 30 days they don't eat or drink while the sun is up and they only have their meals um when the sun is down so that's just a quick breakdown on fasting if you didn't know um but jerome tell me how you got in tell me when did you first hear about this when did you first hear about fasting so back in 2019 you know coming from there was a certain amount of pain that i came from and heartache from this relationship that left me feeling very unfulfilled very dissatisfied with the Mm -hmm. way that my life was going at the time and as you know they say people usually make profound changes yeah due to inspiration or desperation yeah. So for me, it was a mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful and grateful now, you know, connecting the dots, looking back, like Steve Jobs always said, you know, we, we never really usually connect them looking forward. But mm-hmm. when in hindsight is always 2020. Right. So I was able to see the connections to where it led me to actually a group of Burmese monks and nuns mm. at a meditation seminar. So I just went up on meetup.com. Okay. And it was like, okay, teaching meditation somewhere down the street. And it was a seminar that they put on. I went over there. They taught me about suffering, mindfulness, detachment, impermanent Mm -hmm. nature, all those things. And then they invited me to come stay at their center. Okay. They said, you can come meditate here. You can lay down right here. You can eat anything you want to out of here. You can, the place is yours. Like stay, do you mean like extended stay or like, yeah, they was just like, just come stay. They didn't ask me for anything. Of course, you know, they take donations and people help them out in so many different ways. Yeah. But they just melted me, bro. Because the love that they were showing uh, what I felt like we were complete strangers. Yeah. My own family hadn't shown me that kind of love. So that intrigued me to help them out further. 
And then when I had a conversation with one of the nuns, yeah, she mentioned to me just by chance that their chief monk, Sayado uh-huh. of Tabarwa, he was actually on a liquid journey for two years at the time. Two years liquid. So to, for two years at the time, back uh-huh. in 2019, he had not ingested any solid food. Sheesh. So okay. I was inspired. I was like, what? Like for 28 years of my life, yeah. I'd never heard of anybody... You know, I heard of fasting. Right. It's in every major religion. We we know right. fasting. Right. But when it came to a lifestyle, mm. like this is how you live. Mm. This is how you breathe. This yeah. is how you move. Yeah. You know? It just really intrigued me. Piqued my curiosity to a level where I was like, okay, I need to know more about this. Mm-hmm. So I started to do more research. And then that led me down the path to find out, okay, Let's take a solid food vacation. And mm-hmm. at first, it was only going to be one month. Mm-hmm. It ended up being three months. Ooh, 90 days. 90 days. 90 no, days, no, no food. food. No food. No food, just liquids. Right. All right, y'all. Y'all hear that? <laughs> 90 days. So look, we know it's possible. One, we know it's possible because Jerome is right here. I'm right here. I've also done 90 days liquid. Yeah, yeah, you I've did. done 90 days liquid. You, you yeah, did. yeah, we did 90 day, 90 day club, y'all. New challenge. Get you that 90. Listen, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We're not making it a competition. No, no, no. 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 But um, okay, so you, it went from one month to 90 days. Yeah. Obviously, you were feeling good. Oh my god. Because you tripled the amount of time, bro. I didn't see. This is the thing. I almost was afraid to go back to eating. Because of all the energy, the focus, the clarity, I'm talking less brain fog, more direction, mm-hmm. more purpose, more mm-hmm. passion, more of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was only because of less this. Mm. I had more that. Mm. You know, it was the whole less is more dynamic where we hear these cliches and we hear these quotations. Yeah. But do we really put it into practice? Do we truly believe or know that it's possible? Mm. You know? we could find out on that level when you start to trust your body you trust the universe you trust whatever it is that is you know orchestrating these things right you start to see manifestation on another level wow wow okay so can we just take a breath real quick of course okay let's take a deep breath in through the nose Mm -hmm. out of the mouth we're gonna do it as a tribe in three two one Wow. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, because when we started the breath, we were two. And then when we finished the breath, we were three. Mm. We got my man energy. You yo, just made yo, it here. Yo, yo, yo. What's I'm up, happy man? To be here. I'm happy to be here once again. Did you, you, it's crazy. The people don't know that you literally just walked in from outside at the exact moment we exhaled. I really we did. We just hit a reset. Like, really he just did. got here. And so, My I'm talking. The know, timing is divine. Is impeccable. impeccable. <laughs> My family may call it late. <laughs> they call it by different names, you know. But there's not enough, there's not enough value to the people who show up quote unquote late mm. you know what i'm saying yeah like you never you always hear the pros of showing up on time mm-hmm. or even the pros of showing up really early yeah. uh-huh. yes 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 but you never hear about thank god i was late to that thing because there was a shootout 
<laughs> if I was early, right. I probably would have been one of the ones that shot. You know, mm. thank God I was late. You know what yeah. happened over there? A car crash. Fifteen cars got wow. in the wreck. I was late and oh. I missed it. Yeah, and yeah. I made it here safe and sound. Right. You know, so sometimes mm. being late is right on time. You know, mm. you remind me, Steve. Like, there's a saying. You know, the early bird gets the worm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the second mouse gets the cheese. Right? Mm. That's what they say. <laughs> I ain't never heard that. I ain't yes. never heard That's that. That's what they say. They say, hold on. Game. Hold on. Whoa. Y'all ain't heard that. That's something new under the sun. I don't know where you got that, but That's old say wisdom. that one more time. The streets gave me That's that old one. Game. The streets yeah. gave me that one. That's for the streets. He yeah. said the early bird gets, gets the, the worm. worm. Yeah. But the second mouse gets the cheese. Come on, yeah, man. sometimes it's, it's it pays to be late. It pays. You show up and be like, "Oh, somebody just left this cheese here." Right, right, right. Ooh. Oh, and apparently, the person who left it is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it must be my turn. It, it must, must be, be my turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sheesh, man. So we were talking about um, liquid journeys and fasting, man. And, and oh, nice. And also. My guy energy is also in that realm as well. Talk about some of the fasts you've been on. How's your experience been with fasting? Man, I've had various different forms of fast. I think my first experience into a fast was kind of involuntary in a way. I had uh, been dancing, like dancing and teetering on the fence of like vegetarian and like veganism. And um, maybe just due to my own um lack of experience or knowledge or just like whatever the case may be i say anyway scratch all that but i say all that to say like i made some eggs and i'm led to believe either the eggs or my timing whatever it was caused me to be extremely sick Mm. and in that like moment of being sick i was like tore the fuck that i was on my knees just like Mm oh my gosh is there anything i can do and for seven days the first i want to say like the first five days i couldn't even hold down water Mm. so my stomach due to whatever level of extreme whether it was just like a flu stomach flu or food poisoning or whatever the degree of like bad eggs have whatever it could be whatever that was like i was down and just like in this forced fast meditative like man god is there anything out there that i need to do or not do or recognize and in that moment i think i just had a lot of thoughts you know around like my diet and my choices of food and um through that you know those seven days there was like a weight and like a elatedness and like um something that actually felt invigorating Mm -hmm. outside of like most of the four to five days of discomfort Mm -hmm. you know that led to like me seeing another side of it and i was just like oh shit!" and i was just studying like fasting during this time i was doing research and looking up other people who were you know doing this years ago you know on youtube talking about these very topics and just seeing like how they was navigating fasting and stuff like that so my first fast it was kind of like a forced introduction into it to where I really could not hold down anything just due to whatever I had just ate or it was just my time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I like dived into various forms of 
you know, eating practices after that, as far as like mono fasting, you know, eating a particular type of fruit. People call me mango. So I was like, yeah, that's, there was a time that's how I met you. Mango. I still mango. call you mango. Yeah. There's a time where I like a whole, like two to three summers where I would just buy, I, I had to plug on every mango from here to Oxnard. Like here, <laughs> I knew every mango, like that was my three for one, four for one mangoes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Cause it's such a rare to find a mango for a quarter. And these are yeah. like ripe, juicy, sweet just like the skin pulls off of them as you pick them up and that was like my favorite just like bro i was just walking around into events parties friends house with a couple of mangoes on me at all times and um i just built up like this uh habit and this you know this uh i guess this this background and this this practice culture of uh you know fruit fasting and then juice fasting and water fasting and dry fasting and just like playing around with all these different fasts we Sunrise and I fasted a, co- a couple of times together to where we stretched it, you know, up to like 20 plus days and mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've had various fasts where they lasted up to like 70 days, I want to say, or maybe mm-hmm. pushing around 70 days. Um, yeah, but I mean, even talking about it, I'm always thinking about like, yeah, mm-hmm. fasting is such a cool practice of. like a cocooning and a shedding, mm, you know? Yeah. It's such a cool like practice of like going within mm-hmm. and then realizing, oh shit, all these things that I had like desires for or cravings for, or just like things that I let take over my emotional self or like things that just take over my day or like focus around like food and around like reacting. There was a whole new form, I get, you know, fuel, you know, like as you, you guys have probably already talked about like food is such a fuel you know so it's like depending on the fuel that you're running on it's kind of going to dictate like how your your body runs and like the motor runs and you know shit like that so you want to have like 87 or you want to have like high octane yeah you know, your shoes, <laughs> that 91 uh, premium yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's unleaded forget it forget it right now, they, now we electric with it right now we electric right electric with it Okay, so man, thank wow, you thank you for sharing. Yeah, I yeah. probably just over talked a lot, but no, nah, no, nah, you good. The people need to hear it. Somebody was like, Oh man, I, I felt that. I felt the gems dropping. Um, but for the audience, just a disclaimer everyone that you've seen here talk about fasting has been in practice of fasting for a couple years. So don't just think when you hear somebody say, Oh, we did 20 days. Oh, we did 90 days. Oh, we did 70 days. Oh, somebody we know did two years. Don't just think they learned, we learned about fasting one day and then hopped right into 90 days. Um, my first fast was like seven hours, seven hours. That was my limit. I was, I was working out a lot. You know, I'm pretty active. I was working out a lot. I was heavy on the meat, you know, and right when I started fasting, yeah, around seven hours, my body would be like, bro, what are you doing? Right, you know, right. and like I said, now I've pushed it to 91, but that's in the, within a span of five years right. of taking, oh, okay, now I can do 12 hours. Okay, now I can do a day. Okay, now I did three days. Wow. You know, you got to celebrate each win. Each win, yeah. yeah. Jerome, what were, what were some fears that you've experienced and how did you push through them because it's scary when you first start and you're and you're growing through these experiences or did you feel any fears at all when you went through them 
you know, there was a level of discomfort because you're going through levels of detox. Mm -hmm. Just as Stephen was saying, when we're shedding those layers, you know, mm -hmm. healing them back and releasing mm -hmm. a lot of things, purging a lot mm -hmm. of things, dealing with things on the emotional level, the physical level, of course, you know, with, you know, the parasitic environments that we may be host to that we have no idea. Shedding all those layers, but also the mental, mm -hmm. you know, what we feel we need for sustenance or what we feel we need that's necessary for survival. Mm. Because the mind at the core, what I feel the mind is just looking out for survival. Mm -hmm. you know, it, mm -hmm. just, it just wants to keep us alive. Yeah. So it's not really thinking, you know, all the other stuff. Like, About abundance and radiance. Right. And like, <laughs> you could be feeling way, way better if you just take right. your time. and. So like you said, after that seven hours, your body was, at, you know, your mind, your body. What are we doing here? Right. What, what's going <laughs> on? Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the body's looking at the clock like, yeah, bro, yeah. what are you doing? Problem? We're usually knee deep in the mill right now. Yeah. Like, you know? I feel like we all got... And Osmosis Jones, you know, looking out for us. You ever seen that movie with Chris Rock? It was yeah, called you Osmosis know, Jones. it's funny. Literally, mm -hmm. the last episode mm -hmm. of Something New Under the Sun, we brought up this movie as well. <laughs> wow. Osmosis Jones, y'all. If y'all don't know by now, yes. go watch Osmosis Jones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's one of those classics from when we was kids. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it taps in where it personifies the cells you know it gives you a perspective of life as a cell in your body mm -hmm. chris roxon is hilarious it's funny yeah, it's yeah, hilarious yeah. but yeah we brought that up last episode with sauce god and perp 30 okay um and yeah we were slightly touching on the electric foods and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. but yeah man wow so personally when i was fasting i i found that and this is extreme, you know, but you know, I'm a Scorpio. So sometimes we get into Same. the extreme. I know. Yep. No, Jerome no. Scorpio and the Scorpio gang here. Mm -hmm. uh, Mango is Sagittarius, right? You yeah, Sag? Oh, okay. Fire. We right beside yeah, each fire. other, though. We, we right beside him. Yeah. You hit your targets. Uh huh. There you go. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of times when I first started fasting, some of my, like, your mind is, like you said, is looking for survival, right? Yeah. So some of the some of the fears that my mind would just repeat to me would be like, it would just be like a voice like, oh no, what are you doing? You need this. Yeah. You might die. Right. You know, I'm like, yeah. why does the mind? And then it like after hearing cycles of those like things repeated in your mind from like a obviously a place of you that's stemming from fear, it's like, why does the mind go to? Like you said, why does the mind go to, I'm about to be extinct? You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to die. It's like, oh, you ain't ate. This is new. This is random. You heard that first little ache. You ain't had an ache like that ever. You know what I mean? And so I found that my mind would go to fear of, like, existence, right, you know? Right. It would fear that I'm jeopardizing my existence by doing this practice. Right. And um, some ways that helped me move move through that was, like, educating myself. You know, yeah. we got the internet at our hands. You can look up youtube mm -hmm. duck duck go google whatever and just you can have hands-on experiences from people who have done it yeah. like even this this is a form of experience that we're documenting um from three people who have fasted so it's like i found that knowledge and education yes yeah. helped alleviate fears yes yes you 
know on all levels mm-hmm. you know i definitely agree with you because had it not been for a lot of the readings and a lot of the research that i started to undergo for instance you know reading hilton hotema's man's higher consciousness that really leveled me up mm-hmm. uh ray mayor he wrote a book called a year without food Ellie Tom Elamine talks about human photosynthesis 101 and mm-hmm. it's okay to be healthy. Even Jasmine Heen, she's like the godmother of breatharianism. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jasmine Heen. She wrote books like uh, The Food of Gods. Mm-hmm. You know? So these books, these pranic books, they were kind of like nourishment for me to feed my mind and also plant seeds that this was possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take a pause on that real quick because... Um, that may be a little tough for people to digest as well. So you said a word that I want to revisit, breatharianism. Okay. Right? Okay. So to a lot of people, they might say, what's what's breatharianism? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean we've, we're talking about fasting? Right. Can, can you give me your take on breatharianism? Okay. So the way I look at breatharianism or like food freedom, many people have different, you know, terminologies when they talk about it. I enjoy seeing it through pranic living yeah so pranic living or breatharianism is kind of like it comes from inedia which is an ancient word which basically means to eat very little Mm -hmm. or not at all Mm. and this is ancient yeah it's not new it's ancient. no it's definitely not new you know even before we even before we like had different forms of communication when it came to getting information out to people on mass i mean if you can imagine and just imagine you know if you can imagine our paleolithic ancestors Mm -hmm. people who were migrating from place to place Mm -hmm. who had the body structure the exercise the strength the conditioning to just go days days without food Mm -hmm. i mean days you know they're migrating they're moving Mm -hmm. and they didn't have refrigerators. Yeah, they no didn't refrigerators. have you know grocery stores. No microwaves. They didn't have pantries. Mm-mm. They didn't have you know freezers. All this stuff to store all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But yet here we are. Right. How did we do that? Right. So we have the ability. We have the ability within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's possible. Yeah. yeah. Our 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 predecessors were doing it. Mm-hmm. It was a normal thing so, to go a couple of days without. Exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to add to, you know, add all all to that. Um, I feel like on an individual level, one of the things that can mentally, I guess, help you subside with like, you know, wrestling with the ideal of whatever fast you're journeying into. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that helped me was that it was a constant evident and reminder that a lot of our behaviors is based in like some references that are not that healthy for us and they have a lot of momentum and it's like the moment that we are able to fast we kind of get the unwound Mm -hmm. the momentum that's really wildly tight Mm -hmm. in the direction that's not maybe suitable for us and a lot of the time is allowing that momentum to unwind where in that those moments we feel, you know, uneasy and like confused possibly as like, oh, this is, you know, correct. Is my, am I going through a flight or flight? But as you move more around that, there's so many examples that are 
you know, revealed to you in your journey and your fast that continues to reassure you like, oh, I actually can do this. And this is something that's actually something, you know, that's a real legitimate and constructive type of practice as far as, you know, galvanizing my health to whatever that looks like. So I think it's just people getting used to what they are known to be a behavior that they frequent a lot for them breaking those bonds with that because with that becomes like a it's like a breakup you know you're mm-hmm. breaking up with food that's yeah. a tough breakup that's an emotional it's thing a relationship. it's a relationship it is a relationship sure. it's for sure a relationship and you notice how um i notice when i'm on my solid food vacations how it creates kind of a wrench in the room a lot like there's a lot of culture around eating like you said earlier yeah. Jerome, there's a lot of time, a lot of planning, a lot of thought energy, a lot of digesting. It's like like eating is not just the meal. It's thinking about what you want. A lot of us are indecisive. How many of us spend about 30 minutes? Now we got Postmates. So how many of us spend about 30, 40 minutes scrolling through Postmates Man, trying to get two Trish's, hours on Postmates one? Two yeah, hours. Like, right. Going back and forth. You know, you two spend hours. You, you throw up an hour, you throw up like 10 minutes, you're like, no, nah, I can't find nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come back again. Uh, I can't find nothing. All right, I'll put this in the cart. Do I no, I gotta chase for pizza, really. Next thing it's been two you ain't even ate yet. You, you don't even know ate. your appetite is still there. You just right. in the habit of eating. Right? You're in the habit, habit of eating. Yes. That's what that's what a lot of us are in the habit. Like I found out when I first fasted, mm-hmm. I experienced true hunger. Okay. Right? And I feel like a lot of us have forgotten what true hunger is. <laughs> I feel like there's two hungers. Break there's like an addictive hunger. Okay. And then there's a true like natural your body is calling out for energy hunger. Mm. And when I started fasting, it's like I had to break through that layer of addictive desire and addictive hunger, right? Because the addictive hunger is like, it's four o'clock. You should be preparing a meal. Mm-hmm. It's about to be dinner time. Right. Regardless if you're hungry or not. No, Regardless no. if you ate two meals that day already, it's like it's four. Mm-hmm. It's time to eat. We might get a snack in between that. Right. Just because it's on momentum. Mm-hmm. And when you don't answer that hunger, it starts shooting a little pains, but you more so get cranky than like pain in the stomach. Now, I learned through fasting that that will go away temporarily. You know, that whenever you break through that addictive hunger, it's like, oh, I'm hungry right now because I usually am eating at this time of the day. You should be eating and you just got the itch to eat. It's almost like a drug, like you got an itch to eat. You're not even hungry. Once you break through that, that quiets down. You let your stomach digest. Maybe you have a couple bowel movements and now you're really like in a fast, right? Because your stomach has released all the previous food. So now you're working with like just, you know, whatever energy you got left and you're generating. And I find that that hunger that comes when you have no food in your stomach is different. It's a hunger that will make you get up. You know what I mean? Like a lion. You know, a lion is chilling until it's hungry. And then when it's hungry, it's like it's time to hunt. A lion is not <laughs> overeating. Hungry. It's not like eating every day. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a chill mm-hmm. because I'm full. Yeah. 
but I'm going to get up when it's time to hunt or procreate, you know? And I felt like that true hunger was the hunger that made me like, okay, I need to get up and actually go get food right now. Like it was deeper than an emotional thing. It was like a bodily knowing. And I find that, um, yeah, a lot of people have an experience, at least in America, um, a lot of people have an experience. There are a lot of people who have, but a lot of us, if you have a phone, you probably haven't experienced true hunger. If you have a smartphone, you probably haven't experienced true hunger. And if you have, it's probably been a while, you know, because like, and I'm talking about hunger where, like you're saying, it's been days, you know, it's been a day or two. That hunger that hits on day three, when it's your first time ever hitting day three, you know, that hunger that's like, okay, that'll literally make you lock into your root. You know, that root energy, like, I need to get some food for, like, survival type. And so I find that once we experience that true hunger or we remember that experience, because I feel like everybody's had it, right? Maybe when we were babies, maybe when we were younger, maybe you did have it. Maybe some people are hungry right now. But when you experience that, it makes you a lot more mindful when you're not in a liquid journey. Mm -hmm. Because I'll say since I've done even before the 90 days. But since I've done the 90 days liquid, I always tell people like 95% of my eating is out of pleasure because I'm not hungry. Since that 90 days liquid, I thought I was never going to, first of all, I thought I was never going to eat solid food again. Like when I was, (laughs) when I was on day 60, I'm like, I'm never eating solid food again. Like, why would I ever do that? Like, why would I ever, I'm never doing this again for the next 80, hundred years. I'm going to live till I'm 4,000 and I'm just going to be breathing. Like you said, photosynthesis, but you know, you, you, you get back into the habits sometimes. And so, yeah, I feel like since I've gotten back into it, yeah, I, it's literally just me choosing to eat be, based off the desire to taste and the desire to chew. After the tasting and chewing is done, I'm like, that was an experience. Now I want it out of my stomach, you know, because I wasn't really hungry in the first place, you know. And so I feel like it's important to fast so you can just start to be more mindful you know, of how much we're eating because we consume a lot. Uh, and by we, I just mean like mainstream, us as a collective in America. You make a great point, you know, because I didn't even know the levels of consumption that I had gotten to. Mm. You know, by all accounts, if you were to look at me, even though, you know, I'm like 6'3", it didn't really look like like I was packing it in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was eating to feed families. You mm. know, I was eating like mm-hmm. whole rotisserie chickens by myself. Oh man! With the Parmesan <laughs> garlic, the ranch dressing, the Texas Pete, the Louisiana like lathering. Texas Pete and Louisiana. And Louisiana. He lathering. need to be on that whatever the, you yeah. got, yeah, 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 yeah. And with my hands, like medieval, I was oh, man. gorging myself. Hot wings. You're kidding me. Come on. I Lemon was on pepper? the wall at Pluckers <laughs> in Texas. I'm Pluckers. at the wall. I was on the wall of flame. They had me on the wall of flame for eating the most spiciest wings ever. Oh, my god! I had these wings called Devil's Breath. Oh, my god! No gosh. milk. 20-some wings. Jalapeno flakes. Habanero flakes with a ghost pepper base. Oh, my gosh. Eating wings like this is... What is... What, what, 
my inside man shit it out are, are c4 you, are you kidding me you know you don't in, this is not stuff that you enjoy this stuff like you do it like somebody double dog dares you somebody double this dog, is call somebody of duty. Double, like i double dog dare you that's when you get that point so i used to just eat 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 and when i went on that first solid food vacation mm-hmm. after two weeks of no solid food matter was still coming out of my body solid mm. matter mm-hmm. no no solid food two weeks still solid matter so still releasing still releasing so it was like whoa how many bowel movements is We're actually backed up yeah so it was like how long is my intestines mm-hmm. how long is this stuff inside here how much storage do we have the capacity for exactly and when i started asking myself those questions and then like you're talking about like what is true hunger what is hunger yeah i started asking myself those questions i was like neo you know searching for the answers like yeah. morpheus trinity like i yeah. need to know yeah and that was what broke the conditioning of okay what are these minerals mm-hmm. well, what are these vitamins mm-hmm. well what is this nutrients mm-hmm. i'm still here i'm still alive they told me that i was supposed to be dead mm-hmm. so that started to contradict everything that we hear in society about if you go without food for five days, you die. If you go yep. without water for three days, you die. Right. But people know, have gone without food for more than people. five days. Yeah. And many people have gone without yeah. water for three days. So it becomes wow. your own experience. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, yeah, that's and that's another wild part about it. Um, are we getting the? we are about to get the Amber Alert again. But that's another wild part about it is how much uh, I don't think people realize how much backed up waste we have in our intestines we have no idea. <clears throat> like we have our intestines are extremely long mm-hmm. and a lot of us eat three times a day which is way more than necessary and so we don't have that many bowel movements a day and by like i said by we i'm just talking about america as as a whole just on average my average okay and um so we don't realize how much we actually have backed up in our stomach. And then when we give ourselves this break, our body gets a chance, our cells, our stomach, our intestines gets a chance to do that back work. It's like you're at an office and you got a a pile of files that you ain't done that you got to get get finished you know and um and each time you put in a stack of papers in, mm-hmm. in front of your secretary right i need you to sort these i need you to file these she didn't even filed the this. papers like, from four months ago how, do, how am i gonna get to all this right you know so it's like stepping out of your own way giving your body a break yeah wow um so do you feel like your life has been better since you've been on a liquid journey are you are you currently liquid right now how long have you been liquid? So at the moment, over two months. Two months. Last year, I did nine months. Nine months. But then I dip and dived back in and out. I know I remember a cauliflower wing sprout. <laughs> I <remember>. I, <laughs> it's never been a straight shot. It yeah, hasn't, yeah. You know, the journey, we know the journey is not like this with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we go in, we go out. Sometimes it's like a spiral. Mm-hmm. And so I've gone in, I've gone out, I've gone up, I've gone down, I've gone back, I've gone forth. Mm -hmm. And it's all been, it's all been something that's not only served me, but allowed me to be able to resonate, to be able to have compassion and empathy for the next person 
who is going through the same thing. Yeah. You know, who is telling themselves, well, is this possibly, can I do this? And I know what it feels like to be on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I know about the guilt, the blame, and the shame game. Mm-hmm. You know, I know about all the lower frequencies that I found myself in where I was like, who are you? I didn't mm-hmm. even know who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to come out of that frequency in, you know, and traverse your fear into another newfound freedom, that actually was transformational. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. And how do you feel like fasting has affected you? I think it gave me the keys. I mean, it affected me tremendously in a great way. I think it's given me the keys to whatever are the doors of being my own medicine man, you know, or being like my own doctor of like whatever that ancient knowledge of what our what the first people had, you know. I I think what kind of you know what in my delusional fasted state you know in the best constructive way when i was first going through it over that egg shit that i had because i've fasted many times in my own volition after that mm. but in that state you know comedically you know is how i kind of process things and i was just sitting there thinking like man what was the first man like on the planet you know and and if it was anything of a reflection of me I just couldn't see myself chasing around other animals because I, I would imagine that that takes some convincing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I would just assume like there's so much food that is sitting still. Why would I need to go chase some that is running? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't imagine like whatever forces put people on the planet was like, all right, now that you here, you got to go chase and kill all these other stuff that I made just in order to survive. And it just made me rethink like health comp- totally. So yeah, fast has, fasting has changed my life in a, in a major way. And if anything, I just want to hold to it even more closely as something as a practice. Cause I feel like I fell out. I've definitely understand what he said. I've backslide, mm-hmm. you know, at the church of fasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We all didn't been in and we out of there. Backslide like a heathen. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Some of your friends going to bring up the cauliflower wings when you didn't think they was going to bring them up. Because I remember during COVID. I remember you. Yeah. I remember. But yeah, yeah the backslide yeah. and the slide in. Trust no, me, I've been. It's, it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just desires. And like summarizing what you guys have both been saying, it's just like kind of like a habit and us curbing those habits and desires because yeah we see like through whatever that ceiling and those those many doors are for all of us each time we break down another wall we're so much better on the other side of that Mm. you know so it's just like being willing and being patient with yourself to like you know get through that other door you know because yeah there's something there on the other side Mm. Mm. what what steven just said is so key about patience you know yeah and specifically being patient with yourself, you know, being easy on yourself, being loving to yourself and understanding when you do that to yourself, you know, it, you can do that for your health. You know what I mean? Like not just your physical health, your emotional health, but your mental health. Mm -hmm. Because when I was beating up myself, when I was in that guilt and that shame and that blame of, okay, you've done a bad thing or, I am a bad person. 
those things caused me to go even further into the land of addiction because it was like my own mental affliction. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when you're able to have compassion for yourself and to say, you know what? It's okay. I accept myself the way I am now, mm. right now. Then that's kind of like the beginning. As they say in, uh, what is it? Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, being able to have that level of acceptance. In the beginning, just to admit that, okay, you know, there's something there that needs to be looked at. And then from there, everything else can stack on top. And then I feel like, I think the 12th step was to be able to reach back and help another person. Mm. That the only reason you should look down on someone is if you're lifting them up. Mm. That part of the process is crucial to me because if it weren't for me being involved with other people who are still on their journeys, as we all are on our own path, it's all our own journey, Yeah. then it wouldn't also encourage me to keep going if it was all about me as well. So it's just been a twofold thing on all sides. Wow. Wow. This has been a great build. Let's take a quick reset. Let's take a deep breath as a tribe in through the nose, out of the mouth in three, Mm. two, one. All right. You're watching something new under the sun live with sunrise the divine energy aka stephen marcus relaford and we got my man jerome shaw in the building we have been building on liquid journeys breatharianism fasting um standard american diets we've been building on so much it's been so powerful um i appreciate you for really coming to the studio sharing your experience and sharing your knowledge um now for the people who watch this and they're like wow i'm inspired um i want to start fasting mm-hmm. you know i want to get into it i want to get to know more da, 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 da. what advice would you give to somebody who's looking to start to get into fasting and going on liquid journeys and solid food vacations as we call it mm-hmm. yeah you know it's interesting because I feel, I mean, there are people of different schools of thought that will say different things like, oh, it's important to get the body clean first because the parasites might be tapping into your nervous system and, Mm -hmm. you know, making you do certain things. I'm of the school of thought that I feel like the mind Mm -hmm. is really crucial when it comes to all this, like subconscious reprogramming. Yeah. Because if you don't know that a program exists, you Mm -hmm. can't download it. Before I knew that breatharians, liquidarians, people who were living on less, before I knew that that was even possible, mm-hmm. it wasn't possible for me. Mm-hmm. So as you said in the beginning, you know, in Jerome's realm of reality, you yeah. know, I had to break through my own barrier of belief that yeah. this was even a viable way, form of existence. So you had to like change your mind and like yeah. become and, and move and become somebody different than yeah. before. I had to move and groove with the way that I was at that time yeah. and create new neural connections and pathways mm-hmm. and new synaptic connections in my mind to say, okay, this exists. Right. And it's okay that this exists. It is. And it doesn't have to be like invalidating to my way of existence. Actually, this Or to can, your identity. Or to my identity. Yeah. This can inspire me. Mm-hmm. Because if one person can do it, so can I yeah so that's the way that i spun it 
Yeah. So that was how I began. So I tell the next person to do your research. Mm -hmm. If it's something that resonates, mm -hmm. if it doesn't speak to you, you can leave it alone. Mm -hmm. But it's a tool. It's yeah. something that you can pick up or you can put it down. You know, it's not like you need to do, you must do this. Not this. like religious or military. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, this is just for if you feel that you have a calling or if you feel that there's something within you that wants to learn more or wants to see if there's something else, you know, and you've been living a certain way for the mo majority because we're professionals. We know how to eat. Mm -hmm. We're professional eaters. Mm -hmm. I was, I'm a professional. You I know, know you told me with the sauce. I, I had a I visual. Know how you created you know, a sauce visual God with just the left. sauce. You know God. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> We're professionals. Yeah. So to be able to do the opposite, like you said, it'll be a practice. Mm -hmm. You know, and every practice is its own process. Mm -hmm. So progression, not perfection. Mm. Progression, not perfection. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's beautiful. Okay, wow, wow. My advice to the people would be. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that progression, not perfection. I would say take your time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the type of person that when I get new practices, sometimes I like to dive head on mm -hmm. a thousand percent bite. Uh, take uh, picking up biting off more than I could chew. Ironically, even though we talking about uh, fasting, but take your time with it. It's no rush. And um, my advice is be okay with becoming different mm -hmm. because it's you'll see. It just it changes. It changes you. It changes you, it changes the way you process things, changes the way you think. Mm -hmm. um, it makes you feel different. Uh, and unless you're with other people who are fasting as well, you know, or if you get a buddy, that would be another piece of advice. Get an accountability buddy if you're first starting. Mm -hmm. um, it's easier to do things together. That's one of the human superpowers. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, man, just follow your heart. Like I, I agree with what Jerome said. Make sure that if you're doing it you feel called to don't let your spiritual ego get in place and be exactly. like no i should because i'm so divine and i need to be and i'm blah, 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 blah. like all of that is just like spirit ego you feel me do it if you feel a calling and if you feel the need to detox and if and do it if you've never done it before at least once you know um any advice you would give uh fall in love with a fruit that you like and be willing to start over just take it one day at a time really mm. that's it like yeah, fall in love with a fruit that you like. Fucking learn it inside and out. Fucking enjoy all the different species and variations of it. And yeah, be willing to take it one day at a time. And learning the lesson of starting over is going to be paramount. <laughs> yeah, starting, begin again. The universe hit me with that lesson about a couple different times this year. Hard. You got to be okay with beginning again. And um, yeah, and yeah so that's it on our build for fasting you know something new under the sun before we get out of here though i wanted to shout out my main man energy got a got a podcast popping right now y'all had to be here yeah y'all hey, had to be here uh myself arthur hamilton now absent and johnny mack we recorded right here at the deaf noodle studio which is also another show that i'm on on mondays wednesdays and fridays mm -hmm. we live stream Def Noodles show. So yeah, check us out. Y'all have to be here and Def Noodles. And we'll also be in New York on the 26th at Union Hall mm -hmm. doing some comedy there. So Okay. Yeah, so yeah. New York on 26th. And my cash app is Mango 11. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. The 26th or what? Uh, 
August. August. August 26th. Okay, the episode going to be out before then. So definitely get y'all tickets. Be, yeah, get y'all's tickets. Um, August 26th. Mango and I, I will 11. put your cash up. Put, oh, put yeah. your, I will put the cash up in there. Tell them again. Mango Mafia 11. Okay, you want to tell them your cash up, Jerome? Okay, I do accept donations. Okay. Uh, I receive, I'm learning how to receive okay. any blessings that come my way. Much love to everyone who's watching this. Much love to you on your journey. Thank you so much for tuning and tapping in. And yes, my cash up is J Rome Shaw, same as my Instagram, J R O M E S H A W. Much love. Yes, I'll put that up on the visual so they'll see it. I'll get it, a clip picture from you guys so you see it. Yes, send us money. These smoothies out here, they <laughs> busting for $7. her. Yeah. I remember. I remember. <laughs> the smoothies is busting. Don't think because you're not eating, you're going to save money. Cause <laughs> no, you ain't. <laughs> these smoothies is 20 out here on the west side of LA. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, oh, one more thing outside. I'm getting, y'all, this is episode, uh, what is it? Episode. Four? Yes, episode four. I'm still getting my momentum. Episode four, we just started. I do want to uh, uh, give a big shout out to you because you got some books too. Mm-hmm. Tell the people where we can get your books. How many books do you got out right now? Five at the moment. Got five books. Jerome has, he's an author. He's got five books. Where can we find your books? Amazon. 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 So if you go to my Instagram, uh, they should have some links for them. But also, uh, so do you want me to just talk about a couple of them? Yeah, yeah, give give them a quick description. Okay, so the last one, the recent, the most recent one I've written is called A Hunger for Freedom, How Fasting Can Lead to a Healthier Life. Right before that, it was The Pranic Path and How to Grow It from the Mind Mm. of a Poet. So, Mm. you know, I enjoy, you know, saying we get the bars from Sunrise, Uh you know what I'm saying? So I was inspired to tap back into my poetry roots from back when I was in like, you know, sixth grade, you know, in, in English class and stuff. So I enjoy just talking about the journey in a poetic way for yeah. someone with the right mind. Yeah. You know? So that's more of the creative side. A hunger for freedom is more the, the left side. So yeah. those are just two of them. You can find both of those on my Instagram. The links are there in the bio for you. On yes. Amazon. Tap in with those books. As you know, we've talked a lot about fasting and going on a solid food vacation. Jerome has actually written books about them. So, uh, yeah, tap in. That's it. Something new under the sun. Episode four in the books. Yes. Thank you, Jerome. I appreciate you. Episode four. We Episode on tour. four. We on tour. Shout yeah. out to Energy in the building. Yeah. Shout out to Israel holding us down, Israel, holding us you. up. Yeah. You, you feel me? And um, yeah, shout out to myself and shout out to y'all. Mm. You know, shout out to everybody who's here watching this and viewing this. Um, thank you for sharing and 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 reciprocating the energy. So it's your boy Sunrise the Divine. Until next time, something new under the sun. Signing out. Yeah, yeah.